Tailgate Talks. We are proudly powered by the nation, and you're listening to week 104. This is episode 151, and today we are happily recapping a glorious victory over the Texas Longhorns on Saturday. Uh, What a joy this episode will be to break that down. Uh, But before we get into all that, make sure you are following us on Apple and on Spotify. Giving the tailgate that five-star rating. If you listen to us on Apple, please hit us with that review. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. That's where we do most of our interacting on socials, but we also have Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Also, go follow our YouTube channel where we're posting clips from each week's podcast. So if you can't catch the full episodes, you can catch some videos there. And we are also still waiting on some uh, Tailgate Crashers recap videos to get to us so we can post those. But once we get them, we will get those posted for you to watch uh, and see all the fun tailgates that we crashed from the Houston week and from this past weekend. Uh, We had a great time out there for the Tech Texas game. Met a lot of great people, had a really good time. Uh, so once that's posted, we will let y'all know. Um, but now that is all said, let's go ahead and get into the Tech vs. Texas victory recap. We're going to start this thing off right. Raiders! Man, I've been waiting all my life to do this. All right, Dustin, well, let's get right into it. Texas Tech knocks off number 22, Texas, 37-34, overtime thriller in Saturday. Crazy game. Lots of stuff happened. Lots of stuff to talk about. It was a roller coaster. At first, as always, let's go through the game. Now, we're just kind of going to do it a little differently this week. We're just going to kind of highlight some key moments uh, from each half. And we'll break down the game that way, Dustin. Let's uh, throw it over to you for the first half recap. Yeah, so if you didn't catch it or you did, you know Texas started with a quick touchdown, get up 7-0. Tech responded very well, though, with a 17-play drive that Donovan Smith went 10 for yeah. 11 on to get us back to 7-7. Seven and seven. <clears throat> A couple fourth-down conversions there. One of the first things I wanted to ask you, did you realize yeah. that that drive was 17 plays from inside the stadium? Because for some reason to me, no. I guess it didn't feel anywhere near like that many plays, but and rewatching have... it uh, makes sense. If I can but... find which stat sheet I need, but I think that drive took almost eight minutes total, like 7.55 or something. Yeah. And I was surprised Donovan went 11, 10 for 11 yeah. and had a couple good runs in there too. It's a big drive by him. And then... Texas gets stopped on their next drive by a big sack. Tyree and Bradford crashed with a good three-man rush to stuff them. They only get a field goal there. It's 10-7 to after the first quarter. Good back-and-forth little first quarter by, by both teams. And then you get a big set of penalties on this next Texas Tech drive by Texas. You get a jump off sides and a pass interference deep down the field. To give you an automatic first down when you were at like third and 22nd or something like that. It's something stupid. Um, 
And so that DPI helped us a huge amount. And then we pretty much used the same play Texas scored on the first yeah. time to score with Brooks in that second quarter to go up 14 to 10, little back play action back out of the backfield. No one's covering them. So next Texas drive, you get a turnover. Reggie Pearson playing center field gets a big interception. And I don't know what Hudson Carter was doing. He just lofted that one up, and Pearson played it perfect. He was on it from the beginning, yeah. playing center field. Went under it real quick. Got a good 20-yard return out of it, too. Yeah, I remember uh, all of us watching that play. We're like, oh, that's a pick. Like, as soon as he threw yeah. it, as soon as we saw Pearson reading it, we're like, oh, that's that's easy pick, easy pick. So you got a lot of momentum going. Touchdown, interception, good field position. And then your yeah. offense goes three and out, and you get a shanked punt. So you only gave them about – I think they gave around the 35 or 40 yard line to start that next drive. You basically just wasted time there. Um, Texas a couple plays later just gets worthy open deep, just a little miscommunication, lost a guy and a flood route down the field. So they go up 17 to 14 with six minutes left. Then your offense goes another three and out. So you just have a couple bad timing things of, all right, we got a couple momentum plays and then two, three and outs and a bad punt. And then Texas gets a good long, like, four-minute drive right before half. Bijan, the good touchdown there. Nice little dance around to finish the half at 24-14. to 14. Yeah, so 24-14. How were you feeling at halftime there, Dustin? What were your thoughts and, and everything as uh, halftime came? Yeah, the first half can be summed up, and really the whole game by for the Texas offense is just big play. Like, they couldn't really sustain drives that well, not as well as we did. But it's just big plays and kind of like, oh. And then that that last little, I think it was like the last eight minutes where we got interception and then three and out, bad punt, three and out. Oh, gave up two touchdowns in that. Like, it was just bad timing of all of it. I don't know if it was execution or play calling, but it was a little deflating going into halftime. Uh especially after you came out swinging pretty good and we're up 14 to 10 to start with. Yeah. We were pretty frustrated by the offense there in the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, just ask some people who sit around us. Um, <laughs> it, it was frustrating to see us kind of have a great defensive play and then your offense just kind of immediately starts shitting the bed. Yeah. Uh, and from there it was kind of frustrating. So you go to halftime down 24, 14, Dustin, I saw the stat in the rewatch. Texas Tech is 1-35 when down by 10 or more points at half. Yikes. Your only win coming against (laughs) the last time you beat Texas uh, in Austin. So uh, kind of funny stat there. But you head into the second half. uh, You both fell on four down attempts to start the half. Uh, We did on their side of the field. um, On a pass to Nehemiah Martinez, he was hit. The questionable no call on a targeting there. They get the ball. Your defense holds, forces a fourth down. They try to run it. Don't get close. Uh, so you get the ball back. Everything's still where it is. Need a drive to go score. You're able to get some pretty good plays. You get a nice little fourth down conversion uh, pass to Brady Boyd. Uh, and ultimately come away with the field goal there. So now you're just within a touchdown. Need your defense to get a stop. Unfortunately, at that time, they're unable to do so. Um, a breakaway 40-yard rushing touchdown from B. John Robinson, who was really the only player who gave you problems all day, uh, took it to the house to put it, them up 34-17. to 17. 
at that time you needed a big drive to stay within a touchdown and you do exactly that you go down the field you have some nice plays to baylor cup uh, to jaron bradley um, nice little pass to mason tharp where he makes a nice play to catch it put you at the one yard line and you punch it in with sir roderick thompson to get you back within a score, 31 to 24. And then you need a three and out. And what does your defense do? It gets you that three and out. Let's go. You get the ball back, feeling good about yourself as you head into the fourth quarter. You have a great play here. And while this drive didn't amount to any points, it did flip the field position. You got an offside. And you just kind of chunk it up and Trey Cleveland oh, in the middle of two defenders just goes up and grabs the ball. A great play there that put you inside the red zone. As I said, you end up failing on a fourth down from the three-yard line. You ran like the same play. You ran the exact same play. Same formation, same motion, same play. Didn't get in, but luckily, like, you were downed at the one-yard line, so Texas is not in good field position. Your defense stands up again, forces them to punt from their own end zone. Uh, which was a line drive punt that Miles Price was able to return, get you a solid game. Your offense is already in striking distance. Yep, that was huge. Uh, but what seemed like time and time again, I don't know how many drives it felt like came down to a fourth down conversion, but this one comes up to a fourth down conversion. Donovan Smith's able to scramble, get the first down, and the next play he finds a wide open Baylor Cup. Welcome to the Ooh. touchdown party. Baylor Cup. He gets his first as a Red Raider to tie the game 31 to 31. Uh, now there's a little over five minutes left in the game. You're tied. Defense needs to get a stop, get the ball back to the offense, and they're able to do that. They gave up a first down on a what kind of looked like a poor pass interference call, uh, but it didn't matter. Your defense played a hell of a second half uh, to keep you in that game, to get you the ball back here. Uh, and your offense is able to uh, run the clock. You have a nice pass to Miles Price who gets you some yards. You're able to just kind of keep churning. Uh, you have another fourth down at the 50-yard line, and this was probably the most ballsy fourth down call. I was nervous re-watching it today. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you're sitting there at the 50-yard line. You don't get that. Texas has one play, and they're in field goal, field goal range, but you're trying to go win the game. And it was a risky play, too, because yeah. Donovan was under pressure. Uh, he has to make a tough pass. He to really he tried to scramble, and they Price. contained him. He had to just kind of yeah. sit and wiggle around almost. He had to float one up to a diving Miles Price who's able to make the catch. He came up clutch for you over and over and over in this game. Uh, he makes the catch. You get the first, and from there you just kind of set yourself up for a field goal. Uh, you kick the go-ahead field goal. With 21 seconds left in the game, you're thinking, all right, all right the way our defense this. is playing, we got this. Uh, not so fast. <sighs> Texas goes three plays, gets themselves a 47-yard field goal uh, attempt, and they make the kick as time expires. So, Dustin, for back-to-back <laughs> games at the Jones, we're heading into overtime. Yep. And this one felt like the opposite of Houston, right? Like, Houston – you let them get ahead of you, and you had to go yes. down and tie. You the had game. the momentum very late. This one was opposite. You got the score to go ahead, and then you let Texas sneak in. How are you feeling as we headed into overtime? Yeah, nervous just because you had the momentum and then let it slip through. Um, 
let them drive and get get close enough to score it and tie it. So the momentum kind of evened out, I guess you could say. Uh, I wouldn't say took it all away from us, but I guess evened out would be a good word for it. Yeah, I, I was feeling nervous because, I mean, this is how you lose these oh, for sure. games. You know, last time you played them here, uh, you went <clears> to <throat> overtime, lost it. And so you definitely feel better since you had some overtime success already this season. <laughs> right. Um, but you go to overtime nonetheless. You do the most important thing. You win the coin toss. <laughs> and you pick to go defense first. Let's put Texas on second. offense. Let's, you know, either match them. Uh, or get the score if we need to. And your defense comes up with the biggest play of the day. First play in overtime, they hand it to Bijan Robinson, the reliable Bijan Robinson, and Creshawn Merriweather hits him, Boom. knocks the ball out. Reggie Pearson is right there. Reggie Pearson's always around the ball on defense. He's right there to recover it. First play, Texas doesn't score. Now you have the ball. All you got to do is get a field goal to win. First play, you run it. Sir Roderick Thompson has a nice run to put you within the 10-yard line. Feeling really good about it. Um, then it looks like Donovan Smith's about to run it in, and he oh. slips. <laughs> uh, he had this a same play against Houston yeah. by our goal mm-hmm. line, remember? He ran it and cut, and his feet were not under him, and he slipped yep. at the two-yard line exactly like this. That was on a fourth down. Luckily, this was third down. Uh, and so you set yourself up for a 20-yard field goal, and Trey Wolf, who had been clutched this game, already made two field goals for you. The one to put you up there at the end of regulation drills the game-winning 20-yard field goal, and Texas Tech prevails over the Longhorns, 37-34, dramatic fashion. Fans stormed the field. It was a sea of red. If you saw our Twitter photo, you literally could not see the, the that is the ball. best court and field throne I've ever seen because they literally covered the entire yes. field. I've yeah. never seen that happen. I've seen a lot of field covered before, never the entire field. It was just insane. Um, it was a crazy feeling. We'll get into our thoughts real quick. Just wanted to throw out some stats uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Donovan yeah. Smith goes 38 for 56 for 331 and two touchdowns, no turnovers. That most important thing from him. No t- uh, he also had 42 rushing yards and a touchdown. Sir Roderick Thompson led okay. the way rushing with 70 yards, including a touchdown. Miles Price led you in receiving with 13 receptions for 98 yards. Ooh, what a game he had. Uh, and Baylor Cup had his first big game for you. He had four receptions for 65 yards, party. including the game-tying touchdown. Uh, we'll shout out some defensive guys when we get to their um, awards yeah. later on. But Dustin, clock. Phil goal goes through Texas tech wins. What was your just immediate thoughts, man? Once we won this game. Oh, it was so much joy and relief at the same oh, time. Yeah. Like beating Texas is always so hard for us. Like literally haven't done it here in what 14 years. So it was a great relief, especially like having it so far away and then making a huge comeback and almost having it slip away again, you know, and especially if that's going to be the last time they're here yeah. for a while that we know of until we get some outside of conference schedule, maybe. Um, it's good to hang that over their heads uh, and keep that. And you had a lot of recruits in town for basketball oh, yeah. and football. So for them to get to see that atmosphere and that rush, that field rush, and that how the students were and all the fans, like that's awesome for everybody. That's a huge program win for Joey McGuire and 
his coaching staff and the future of him and his program. Yeah, like you said, this was this might be it. And from program from win. things that you've heard, it doesn't look like this relationship might continue moving forward. So you wanted to <laughs> be able to win this game, send it back to Austin with that L and know that the maybe the last time they came to Lubbock, you were able to prevail. I mean, shout out to this team for not giving up. Like down 14 this in that third quarter. In the past, teams might have quit there. This game would have been over. For sure. But no, you kept fighting. Your defense kept finding ways to get your offense the ball, and your offense kept grinding, whether they had to get you know, a fourth down conversion or what. Uh, they were able to get the job done. And so it was just a really um, refreshing victory. You know, it's been so long since you beat them at the Jones. 14 years, uh, six games losing to them in Lubbock. And you were finally able to kind of vanquish those demons uh, and beat Texas. And that's the best shit talking you can do. You can be one of those people exactly. who gets on Twitter and gets mad at these Texas fans for making excuses for the games. But we won. There's no need to do that. We won the game. Um, yep. and that, that's the, all the shit talking you need. It was a lot of fun. The crowd was electric. It was everybody oh, was there to the end. That's the first game I can remember everybody staying till the end, Dustin, for a, oh, while, yeah. for a while. Yeah. Dude, that was hilarious watching the end of that game because the students were already over the railing, like right. standing up on the like brick banister th- barrier thing <laughs> it's like they're so ready to pounce <laughs> yeah and they did a good job of putting those fences up except they didn't do it all around the stadium they only did it like part of the student section and so it was still like it was just a madhouse <laughs> as soon as the game was over they, they got to figure out a way to if they want to keep players safe and stuff like that they got to figure out a way better way to- yeah it's a lot harder at football than it is oh. basketball because i mean just, just the amount of people in the space is almost impossible to have have it i wanted to ask you get done correctly. on your re- rewatch because you know obviously we were at the game so we didn't have to deal with some of the tv footage you know uh this footage starts the game's already going and then they immediately do the like Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. God I was so pissed <laughs> I would have been so pissed if I was watching that game live and that happened I was like good strike out get him off of my tv <laughs> and then of course he kept fouling shit off I was like god damn it Aaron Judge like nobody watching college football cares about Aaron Judge hitting that 61 <laughs> no we'll find it later trying to watch college football for a reason um we'll see it yeah. on twitter or whatever uh, but yes, so incredible game. What are your, were your thoughts on Donovan's performance in this game? A, a pretty huge bounce back game from him after, you know, five picks in the last two games. Yeah. Big bounce back game. Cause his last three quarters haven't been, or three halves prior to this game haven't been good. <clears throat> I mean, we did see him flutter and, you know, stumble a little bit that late second quarter, early third, but then, you know, had a good first quarter, late third, fourth quarter. And we put a lot on his shoulders this game with 56 passing attempts yeah. and 15 running attempts. And a lot of those fourth downs were him. Were those those running plays with him. And, you know, we put a lot on his shoulders. And so for him to get a pretty good stat line, I think 38, 56, 300 plus yards, no turnovers, you know, almost 50 on the ground, a lot of fourth down conversions, yeah. you know. He might, he might miss a lot of outside passes. Um, I think he hit a little more than we thought we hit, he hit, but his accuracy might might waver a little bit, but he gets a lot more plays done than he screws up, I think. Yeah. And so great bounce back game for him. 
I think the announcers on this that rewatch when we were checking it out today was pretty nail on the head with it. Like he's still a pretty young, experienced quarterback. Like he hasn't played a ton of quarterback. So he still just yeah. needs more time and reps and figure it out better. Um, so he doesn't, you know, short arm a jump ball to the six, nine Mason Tharp guy, you know? So he's still figuring it out. He's doing pretty good though. Um, and that was a huge game by him, I think. Yeah. He's still young and figuring out with a offensive coordinator who's still young and figuring out sure. as well. I think one of the things I've noticed is, uh, and I think I saw a stat or somebody on Twitter kind of post this when he's got to go deep outside the numbers, that's when he really struggles. Um, but it seemed like mm-hmm. kind of when we started clicking in that second half, it was a lot of stuff over the middle, and that's really where he was yeah. excelling. He like completed, I think, yep. like seventy seven percent of his passes uh, on the middle. We've been wanting that for two yeah. games. Use the middle, use the middle, and we finally did use the middle. We used the tight ends. Yeah, and so I thought that was uh, <laughs> growing from Zach Hitley and realizing how to put his quarterback in the best place to make plays. And I thought Donovan yep. was just really impressive. He didn't make a lot of those mistakes that he did against nc state where he might have held on to the ball too long he was kind of a, more aware in the pocket and knew when he needed to move and create a little space for himself and he had a lot of throws where he was just getting rid of the ball which was great just throw it out of bounds or throw it to where the defenders can't catch it and so i thought and he had a really good awareness of where the first down was. yes yeah so much in these passes and runs because there was one i can't remember when it was <clears throat> is a fourth and five and he had to take off Everything broke down, but he had a lot of traffic in front of him. And if he would have stayed online or cut it outside with that linebacker, he would not have gotten there. He had to cut it up and stumble for two more yards yeah. to get it. It's awareness of his size too, because there was like that fourth yes. down on our first touchdown was a fourth down. He just he barely I'm in, bigger yeah. than you, and I'm gonna carry you with me. And that's how he scored. That's how he got another first down on a fourth down play too. I think just by being bigger than the guy. So really. Yep. Nice bounce back performance from the young QB. Uh, just got that dog in him, man. Really fought, played well, got us that win. He's uh, he's he's been fighting. So, what was your thoughts on the offensive line's performance? They had you know kind of struggled in the last two games, but I thought that despite giving up two sacks uh, and not really being able to create a whole lot of run lanes, I thought they held up pretty well. Yeah, I thought they held up better than the last two games for sure. And maybe that was a little bit of scheme and Donovan and Kitley and Weston Wright being back, a little bit of everything, yeah. you know, and then just growing together as a group. Um, you also didn't have like a big, big time D lineman like we faced the last couple games um, either. Um, and like I said, like the running wasn't really there. One of my first notes for like general game stuff was, our two running backs ran so freaking hard. Yeah. Like, they got hit. And, I mean, B. John Robinson, too, he ran freaking hard. Like, there was no running lanes for everybody. So, the fact that there's almost 150 rushing yards for both teams is incredible because there was a lot of hits at the, or behind the line of scrimmage that running backs just plowed through, spun move. You know, they had so many gritty-type runs that were really huge for us to get extra yards and first downs. No, for sure. I, I mean, rewatching the game, there's, you know, Todd Brooks only had 24 rushing yards, but all God here were, everyone. <laughs> were well earned and just like fighting. There was one play where he was like tackled three yards from his run, but somehow oh, just yeah. by force of will ended up getting a first down off of it. That's just. We had a lot of receivers do the same yeah. thing. I like, get hit and then. 
keep their balance, stumble for five more or something like that. Like yeah. our, our like willingness to not give up on a play was pretty incredible. Yeah. It's really impressive to watch those two guys just fight for everything. They're, they're yeah. exactly what you thought they were going to be as you headed into the season leaders and guys who are just going to give their full effort. And so it was nice to see them both have solid days, even though their numbers don't show it like those, those 24 yards by Taj Brooks were well-earned. Those 70 rushing oh, yeah. yards by Sir Roderick were hard ran. Um, and, and, and I mean, take out Sir Roderick's, what, 15-yard run at the yeah, – In overtime. In overtime that he bounced. Like, there's a lot of gritty runs. Um, before we leave offense, can I hit on a couple other things? Yeah. My fun fact of this game was Texas Tech ran 100 plays. Century mark. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I guess when you're having that's a whole yeah, lot. I guess when you're having 17 drives consistently, 17 play drives. I mean, we ran. I had it here somewhere. The first two drives were 17 and 13, so you had 30 plays <laughs> in the first two drives. Yeah, and then you went three and out. We had 100 plays. They only had 60. Yeah, yeah, and you can say, "Oh, we weren't as efficient." No, but we kind of wanted that. I mean, yeah. we want to have the ball for 10 more minutes than they do. Yeah, you know. We also went six for eight on fourth down conversions. That's just having the balls to go for it. And and one of those, we are one yard short at the goal line. Yeah. Like, you're pretty successful and good at them, too. Yeah, you're really consistent on those. And and it kind of got to that point. If we got to fourth down and you were within striking distance, you knew you were going to go for it. You just you kind of yeah. had the confidence in the offense to figure it out. They've just been doing it all game. And kind of like you said, and I like they, that they had to do the all their on big plays. Like that was the only way. I like that mentality of let's go for yeah. it pretty much 80% of the time. Because yeah. one, that changes your third down play call and maybe gives you more confidence to get three yards right. rather than five is okay. Like we can get two more the next play. Yeah, you're approaching the third. Yeah, you don't need all five. You're approaching a third and 10, not like you got to get the 10. Like you got to get right. six or seven and then put give yourself a chance. So. Uh, it's definitely something that's very analytical of this staff that they are looking at those all the time. And uh, if the yeah. analytics say go for it, they are going for it. And you've seen that consistently throughout this season so far. So um, yeah, really impressive performance. Uh, last little thing I wanted to hit on, on the offensive side was the use of the tight ends. I think that's um, what I wanted to bring up to, yeah, you know, you finally got to see Baylor cup and what he could do. And he had four receptions for you. Two of them were really big including that touchdown yes. uh he was just really nice he had some really nice blocks and and, and tharp only had one catch yep. but uh but we targeted him quite yes. a bit but their use we was, were trying yeah, to get him the ball their use was definitely higher than i think we've seen all season their use and i feel like they were both on the field at the same time a lot more than the previous yeah. games also which and joey mcguire mentioned in his press conference monday that they kind of wanted to do that and create that mismatch and i was like yes I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been wanting this whole time. Yeah. And and I thought that really helped the offensive line out a lot, get helping. I thought Baylor Cup yeah. had some really nice blocking plays in there on the rewatch. So I was excited to And Teeter will be back next yeah. week. So I was excited to see those guys in use and out there making plays for you. Uh, so really impressive performance uh, from your offense to get the job done defensively. Uh, they were susceptible to some big plays, had some broken coverages that – you know, yeah. typically most of the Texas scores happen because of like a missed coverage or, or, or just a busted play. Uh, what was your thoughts on the defense and their performance in this game? 
Yeah, I thought the defense played amazing. I mean, we've been saying that week in and week out. Um, their second half was pretty incredible. Like, they only gave up three points. If you look at the halftime stats, like, the – and maybe this is – I bet Sarkeesian's probably kicking himself today because their – the Texas first half of offense was pretty great. Yeah. Like, it was stellar. They had, like, 207 yards passing one pick. in that first half. And that was it, yeah. And they ended up with 277. Yeah. So they only had 70. they had less than 80 passing yards second half. Yeah. Like that's terrible. Like <laughs> honestly. Um and I thought Hudson Card played okay, like until the second half. Like we probably pretty shut him down there. He got a couple good runs to keep some drives alive, but you shut things down really freaking well. Like played some deep balls good. Besides, yeah, like the first touchdown was just a good drawn-up play. I mean, we used it later. <laughs> uh, the other one with the zone was pretty bad. And then, I mean, B. John Robinson's freaking hard to tackle. Yeah. He spun out of so many tackles for a loss that were so good. And I mean, yeah, he's best running back in the country. You you did a really great job of holding him to barely over 100 yards. Like, yeah. he might not have a game that bad all year with 100 yards and a fumble like he did. That's a bad game for him. Yeah. <laughs> and you did a great job. Like props to Krishan Merriweather for having to tackle him so much. But also props to that D line only having to rush like three or four yeah. and Bradford and Tyree getting a lot of pressure with those guys without having to use a ton of other dudes and we could help cover. So I thought we did okay. Like it was a bend, don't break type of defense and second half you really shut it down, which was incredible. Yeah, that's the side, that's the half that I want to look at because that's the time that you needed them to keep you in the game and give your offense a, a chance uh, to get within a score, to tie the game, and they absolutely did that. You know, they, they played great coverage there in the second half. They got Card uh, uncomfortable to where he wasn't making solid yeah. throws, uh, and you were really able to contain the run game in the second half besides that one broken 40 yard touchdown run Bijan wasn't really able to get space you know they were trying no. to run the ball but they were only getting a little bit of it a little chunks of yards at a time they were never really able to break one off you just did a great job was did you find it weird how much they ran wildcat yeah, yeah. re-watching it I, I was still I mean I kind of noticed it during the game but then rewatch, I was like good god and it was the same play <laughs> every time it, it never was different it always was the guy kept the ball and ran it right up the middle um I, I i don't know why they did that so many times um but you know luckily we we're able to snuff it out and and, and get some big stops yeah. on that but yeah just shout out to them and then of course you know getting that fumble right there on the first play of overtime you know you you felt so much better about your chances once you immediately had the ball uh knowing that they couldn't score there so dustin let's revisit our predictions from last week right quick so uh, you came pretty dang close. You had Texas Tech 31 to 28. Well, if we don't go to overtime, I had yeah. it <laughs> almost. No, you're pretty much, <laughs> I was right on the yeah, you're pretty much right there. Um, you had the three point difference, you had Texas Tech, yep, uh, that's a pretty good one. I had 24 to 20. I don't know, why I put the one there. I had 24 20. So, I mean, we're in the ballpark of the like the score difference, but you were definitely closer on the t- final score. Um, I had Todd Brooks being a key and why we, you know, said, you know, his rushing yards were hard earned. Uh, he did only have 57 total yards, but he did have a nice little touchdown reception in there. So I wouldn't say that prediction yep. was totally off. 
Um, Dustin, you had Nehemiah Martinez going, having a huge game. He had three solid catches for 14 yards. Uh, He just, I think he got hit kind of hard in one play, and you didn't really see him a whole lot after that. Well, and we had, I mean, Miles Price was obviously a focal point, and then Baylor Cup came on hot. J.J. Sparkman came on hot. Brooks out of the backfield was pretty solid. So you've heard this coaching staff say, we're just going to go with the hot hand. I mean, like, Lowick had zero for zero today. Yeah, they were throwing Not it. because throwing he, out JJ he was hurt or terrible, but we just had other guys yeah. going off. They're throwing Sparkman. They, he said today that they feel like Sparkman Cleveland and Cleveland are the hot hands right now, that they're kind of giving yeah. some more run there. Um, defensively, we were both off on our predictions. We had picks. I had one for Malik Dunlap. You had one for Muddy Water. Ah, uh, they did not, enough. but um, you know they they still they're, they're not getting picks because they're not really throwing their way a whole lot. <laughs> so when Muddy Waters rewatching the game, he was at the line of scrimmage a lot, yeah. helping with that run game. Yeah, yeah, so hard to get a pick when you're playing in the backfield most of the time but yeah hey we did get a pick so you know we can count that partially right reggie pearson uh, dang right uh, got that pick so dustin i got a new intro for this segment that's going to be pretty cool texas tech wins i think i know what it might be club red is open <laughs> somebody play the damn music somebody turn on some damn music <laughs> Dustin, who is your def- – or what is your defensive play of the game? So, my day when I text you earlier, I was going to do like a defense the first half. I think everybody knows the play of the game. Yeah, right. Which will be covering overtime. But my first half, I had two really good defensive plays. Obviously, the Pearson pick was good. Just to, That's just a good momentum yeah. play and turnover. But I really loved that second possession Texas had, and we only rushed three. They were in the red zone. And Bradford and Tyree get in and smash Hudson Carr for a huge sack to hold them to a field goal. That was a good momentum stopper, too, at that point in that first half. And got you up later. Yeah. So two pretty big plays by a bunch of your studs there. Yeah, shout out for shouting out those other players because obviously your defensive play is the forced fumble in overtime that sets up the game-winning field goal in overtime. But, you know, Creshawn uh, came in – Apparently to the locker room. He hit him hard. Thing. Big time <laughs> players make big time plays, and he was the dude who you've relied yep. on. He's been as consistent every single game, and he makes the hit that pops the ball loose, and Reggie Pearson on the other end uh, to scoop He's it up there. and set yourself up for the victory. Uh, so, Dustin, offensive side of the ball, what's your offensive play of the game? I think rewatching my favorite offensive play came in that second half, and it was that – Trey Cleveland, yeah, catch down the field. I know it didn't lead to touchdown. It did second hand, you know, right. the next possession later. It won. It helped <laughs> them win the field position game there. That's right. And I mean, the fact that he went up between two guys and came down like pretty incredible catch was freaking awesome. I mean, I had to pause it and rewatch it again and text yeah. you. I was like, that was a ridiculous catch. Yeah, yeah. Trey Cleveland, second quarter, second half. Yeah, it was it was a really good catch. Um, mine, I, I, there's two options here, but I'm gonna go with the Donovan pass to Miles Price on fourth down with like a minute oh. to go on the 50 yard yep. line. Uh, that got you the first down, helped you get that field goal that uh, g- gave you the lead there at the end of regulation. If you don't get that first down there, if you don't convert on that, 
this could have ended the other way with setting Texas up in already in field position to, to knock down a field goal to win the game. So I thought that was probably your offensive play a game. I think there's lots to choose from. I think my second place would be the Donovan Smith to Cooper Cup, to tie, or not Cooper Cup, but Baylor Cup. Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cup. If they have Fancy Cup in their life, they're heads. good at catching passes, all right? So uh, easy to get that mixed up. But Donovan Smith to Baylor Cup to tie the game there, especially because, you know, was, you know Baylor Cup's chance to kind of shine. So that would have been my backup yep. there. Our VIPs, Dustin, defensive side of the ball. Who gets your defensive club red VIP this week? The guy that came up with two turnovers in the game, Reggie Pearson, got a pick and the biggest fumble recovery of the game. Yep. So two turnovers by yourself, that's pretty damn good on defense. Yeah, not only is he getting into the club, he was also Big 12 co-defensive player of the week. Dang so, right. Um, yeah, he, he just always finds a way to have the ball. He's leading the team in, in turnovers this season so far. I'm going to go with the other guy who was a part of that, and I'm going to go Creshawn. He's been uh, hey, really right. solid for you all season, like we discussed. He led the team in tackles again. I think he's led the team in tackles every single game, uh, and he comes up with the hit and the forced fumble there to uh, help you secure the victory. So I'm going to go Creshawn Merriweather. Welcome to Club Red. Offensive Club Red VIPs, Dustin. A lot of options to go with here. Who are you going for? I'm going to leave the obvious one alone because one of my favorite guys is getting in. Baylor Cup, yeah. four for 65 and a touchdown. Took a couple of hard hits, big touchdown catch, good blocking. He had a huge game. I can't wait to see us use him more and more as the season goes on. So, Baylor Cup, welcome to the party. Yeah, I feel like Donovan already gets uh, the he, – he gets to come on in because he had a great performance. So, yeah. I'm, I'm also going to use somebody else. And I'm going to go Miles Price because Miles Price had sure. 14 receptions, 98 yards, and several of those were very key plays that helped keep drives going. Yeah. That fourth down conversion that helped you keep going. Um, he was just all over the place. For and Lyles. the punt return. And the punt return that set up the game-tying touchdown. Like he, His uh, presence was a huge part of this game, so got to shout out him. And as one of your leaders on the team, just a huge performance from him in a game like this. And we've got ourselves a special teams VIP today. We just wanted to shout out Trey Wolf, who hit three <laughs> yeah. field goals for you. You had some field goal issues earlier this season, but since then, Trey Wolf has been clutch for you. Of course, he hit the game tying field goal against Houston. Uh, he comes into the Texas game. He hits three field goals, uh, including the game winner. So Trey Wolf, you get into the club red VIP. Definitely. As well. I mean, I can't imagine how much, Adrenaline was going oh, yeah. through for that 45-yarder because that's not an easy kick. It was also dead on straight. I like the camera angle that was used for that um, from, like, the south end zone, like the double-T scoreboard, basically. So that's not an easy yeah. kick. You'd rather be almost one direction to have to push or pull it a little bit. And so he nailed it easy, though. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, a lot of guys who are worthy of that, uh, uh, those performances, but wanted to shout out those guys. So, Dustin, uh, we were out and about again before this game. Uh, so, what is yeah, we your little tailgate crashers recap from this past week? Yeah, tailgate crashers. We had a great, great time. Can't wait to get this video out. The tailgates are crazy, obviously, for Texas game, 230 game. 
bunch of the texts we got were like, hey, we're going to get out there at like 8, 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. We're like, all right, we'll be there at like noon. <laughs> but started over at Paint Doctor, just north of the baseball stadium. They had a great setup. Cool dudes over there. Talked to a bunch of people there. Uh, they, of course, always offer us an invite back. Well, almost everybody we've been to has been very yeah. receptive of us. We have a, two or three, four people talk to us every time. They were very receptive of us, talked to us, let us crash their place for a little bit. And then we handed over to the West lot, the big big money lot, and hit up our, our guy, uh, Tailgate Santa. Tailgate Santa. His uh, buddies had a good, like, collaborative uh, tailgate. I remember you talked to him at that time. I don't know what I was messing with, but – they had a huge, huge setup, yeah. lots of drinks, had their own bartenders at that one. <laughs> it was pretty incredible. And then we dipped over to Coca-Cola. You had a connection over there, um, talked to them for a little bit. They had a great spread, great setup, sick little tailgate truck, obviously. Um, ran into a couple of former baseball players, yeah. chilled with them, drank a couple beers and hollered at them. Thanks for Stephen Smith for that interview. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Our boy Roger came out, OG tailgate tailgater uh so that was a lot of fun yeah how'd you think feel about it oh yeah i really enjoyed it um i mean i've enjoyed all of these really just getting to know the people that was the idea behind this was get out and get to know tech fans in an authentic way to us which is tailgating we love tailgating we love being out there uh, and just getting to meet all these people tailgating sharing a beer sharing food it's been really fun for us to do that like and everybody's been so yeah. welcoming which i never expected him not to be because that's the text tech fan base man we're all uh supportive of each other and enjoy each other's company so it's been really cool i'm gonna throw in yeah. after we're done here a little snippet uh, of an interview we got with uh, shane from paint doctor we did a little rapid fire with him so we're gonna throw that in there as a little teaser for when the actual video comes out uh, we had a lot of a lot of fun with some um, word association, some rapid fire questions and stuff like that. So going to throw that in here at the end for you guys. Um, but any parting thoughts on this Texas game, anything you wanted to talk about with, uh, what happened with that fan, uh, pushing the football player, any parting thoughts on this game? I have a good spin zone for that. All right, what's your <laughs> spin zone? I mean, well, I mean the push obviously is not cool. Like, uh, you don't physically do something to the other team and people whatever but if you look at how many people rushed the field and that's the only thing that happened and no one really got hurt statistically i think we're doing pretty good i guess considering how many people were rushing the field like... <laughs> right right <laughs> a lot of space to cover yeah. a lot of football and staff members on that ut sideline and that's all that happened i think that's pretty good yeah. <laughs> i mean let me put it that way. Hear that me is, out. That is a good spin zone. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> obviously, we do not. It could have went worse. Obviously, we do not support anybody pushing any no. player or really anybody in that situation. Um, we understand it's fun. We understand beating Texas is a rarity. Uh, but enjoy it in good fun. You know, we we love a good exactly. storm in the field. Don't bring them into it. Um, there's, there's no need to get physical with anybody. Just have a good time. Enjoy it. We already did the shit talking with the win. We don't need anything extra. Uh, so that'll no. be my little touch on it. But 
Uh, we're going to kick it over to Shane and his quick little rapid fire questions for you guys so you can get a little hint of what's to come from this Texas video. And we will get on out of here. Shane the Paint, Dr. Tailgate, doing some rapid fire Texas Tech questions. Shane, old school or new school double T? Oh, definitely old school. Old school double yeah. T. Definitely. Cornhole or washers at a tailgate? Oh, cornhole, you got to have it. Cornhole. Baby. Hot dog or hamburgers? Oh, you got a burger. Burger. And if you're on the Jumbotron, you going guns up or horns down? Oh, baby, guns up, Guns baby. up, baby. That's right. There we go. That's all we oh, need, baby. Thank you. That will do it for our Texas recap. It is always fun to recap a Texas Tech victory, but it is even more fun when it's a victory over the Texas Longhorns, especially at the Jones. A long-awaited 14 years uh, to recap this game. So we had fun with that. We hope you enjoyed that. If you did, uh, make sure you're following us on Apple and Spotify so you can catch more. Catch our Kansas State preview that will be dropping on Friday so you can catch a little bit of information before that game on Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. That's where we're the most interactive, but you can also follow our Facebook and our Instagram. And make sure you're following that YouTube channel to catch clips from each week's show and our tailgate crasher videos that we'll be hopefully posting soon. But thank y'all for stopping by the tailgate. And as always, we will catch y'all at the next tailgate. Peace.